What does monumental mean? It means large, grand, imposing. And as we went through the story of Joseph this week, we learned that we worship a monumental God. He's worthy to be praised. Like Monument Valley, well, our God spoke. And Monument Valley came into existence. He's an awesome God. So today I want to show you five monumental truths that we learned this week about God from the story of Joseph. Kids, I'm going to need your help. Do you remember our five, our five Bible points? And we also have some of our buddies here today to help us out. They're going to help us out this morning. And uh, I'm not worried about any of the noise. I hope you guys are okay with that. I love having the kids here. It's a lot of fun. So before we dive in, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning. What a monumental day as we celebrate an awesome God. We thank you for your love. For us, we are your kids, we're your family, and we love having the kids here. Know that all life is precious, especially this week, God. We thank you for protections given to life, God, and we just bless that, Lord. We bless this time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, five monumental truths about God. Let's go. Number one, our first Bible point. Anybody? What is it? Yes, God loves you no matter what. Great job. All right. Oh, man, we're going to be having fun. So Psalm 89.2 is our key verse. We got Harley here, which I think I realized this morning is probably named Harley because if you look at his spots, he looks to me like a Harley Davidson. I can just imagine driving through Monument Valley and riding on my Harley. I don't know if that's true. Anyways, back to our key verse here. Psalm 89.2, your unfailing love will last forever. Yeah, God loves us with an unfailing love that lasts forever. A strong, strong love. We journeyed with Joseph this week, and on day one, we learned about Joseph's family. Joseph came from a huge family. He was one of how many brothers? Twelve. And did Joseph and his brothers get along? No, nah, they kind of fought a little bit. And, and part of the problem was that all the brothers knew that Joseph was their father's favorite son. And Joseph's dad gave him this beautiful coat of many colors. And none of the other brothers got one of those. And then Joseph started bragging about his dreams. And in one of the dreams, Joseph, Joseph dreamed that his brothers were like these stalks of grain. And all the brothers' stalks of grain bowed before his stock of grain, and, and the brothers really hated him for all of these things. But one day the brothers were out tending the sheep, and, and Joseph went out to visit them, and the brothers wanted to kill Joseph. So they threw Joseph, except that one of the brothers was like, no, 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 let's not do that. Let's just throw him in this big pit. And that's what they did. They tossed Joseph in the pit. And then some men came by who were, uh, who were trading things in silver, and they said, you know, let's not kill Joseph. Let's just trade Joseph for some silver. And they took Joseph's coat, they tore it up, covered it in blood, and went home and told their dad that Joseph had died. It was a terrible, terrible thing to do. And uh, Joseph was on his way to Egypt. He didn't know what was going to happen next in his life, but God loved Joseph no matter what. And God loves you no matter what. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, God. God loves us, right? You know, when I was a kid... Growing up, uh, I, I have a younger brother named Eric. He's 20 months younger than me. 
And uh, do any of you fight with your siblings growing up? Or Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and my brother, we were like best friends or worst enemies. And one day we were fighting in the house, and my mom was getting so frustrated because we were just fighting all day long. She finally said, you guys want to fight? Go outside and fight. And then she hands us two shovels and says, go ahead and kill each other. <laughs> and then we realize yeah, that we need to stop fighting. It's a really stupid thing to do. Terrible idea. We're done. Listen, guys, we all come from imperfect families, right? All of our families are imperfect. Joseph was imperfect. We're all imperfect. And yet, in spite of our faults, God loves us no matter what. Yes, you guys are listening. That's our first monumental truth. Second monumental truth, God is with you everywhere. That's it, that's it. All right, the true story of Joseph continued on day two. Joseph worked as a slave for a guy named Potiphar. Uh, and that means Joseph had lost his freedom. And he was now owned by another person, and that's a really bad thing. But Joseph had a lot of work to do. And maybe Joseph had to make the beds. Maybe he had to sweep the house. Maybe he had to feed the cats. I don't know. Do you guys have chores to do at home? Got a lot of chores to do, right? And Joseph had a lot of chores to do. And even though what happened to Joseph was wrong because Joseph was a slave, the Bible tells us that God was with Joseph. And Potiphar saw that, and, and actually Potiphar's wife saw that too. And one day Potiphar's wife told a big lie about Joseph. And they threw Joseph in prison even though he had done nothing wrong. And you know what? God was with Joseph even in prison. God is with you everywhere, too. Awesome, God. I love it. There's another famous place that people love to go near Monument Valley. Thousands of people go every year. It's called Four Corners Monument. And we can put that up on the screen. Four Corners, is, it marks the precise location where the, the, the four corners of these four states, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, and Utah, all come together. And people love to go to the four corners because you can literally be in four states at the exact same time. I love it. And you see that boy, he's like, I'm in four states at the same time. I don't know if you've ever been, been to the bridge in New Hope and you can be in like Pennsylvania, New Jersey. I, I don't know, that's kind of fun. I think we all like to imagine that we could be in more than one place at once. And sometimes moms, you got to multitask. And, but isn't it true as humans, we really can only be in one place at a time. Not so for God. God can be in all 50 states at the same time. He goes all, like he, he is an ever-present help in time of trouble. Awesome God, yes. And the God who was with Joseph in his home, in his work, was also with Joseph in the absolute darkest moment of his life. And he's with us too. Joshua 1.9. There's Miley here. Joshua 1.9. I love they put the verses on the bottom of these. It says, God is with you wherever you go. Awesome God! Yes. I got my awesome God team over here. I love that we can read the verses on the bottom of the buddies. Kids, when you get home, man, don't take some time and read these verses. God is with you wherever you go. Yeah. Next one. Three monumental truths. 
Ah, see, I'm, I'm getting nervous to say them here. Woo! God loves you no matter what. God is with you everywhere. God is in charge. Woo! All right, so you guys remember one night Pharaoh, king of Egypt, has a dream. And these, these dreams were crazy. You have crazy dreams. He dreamed there were these nice, healthy cows, and they were eating grass, seven healthy cows, and then there came seven skinny, ugly cows, and they ate up the healthy cows. Then Pharaoh dreamed a second dream. The doubling of the dream means it was from the Lord. The second dream, you had five delicious stalks of grain, and then seven withered ones came and ate up the healthy stalks of grain, and Pharaoh was confused. He wanted to know what the dreams mean, and then he found out there was a guy named Joseph who could interpret dreams, but Joseph was locked in the prison. So Pharaoh called Joseph up to the palace. And uh, Joseph heard the dream from Pharaoh, and then he sought God for the interpretation of the dream. And Joseph was able to tell Pharaoh what the dream meant. The seven healthy cows and the seven delicious heads of grain meant for the next seven years there'd be lots of really good food. But then after that, the second dream, the seven skinny cows and the seven withered grain meant that there would be seven years of famine. There wouldn't be much food. And God said that, that Pharaoh needed to save up food so there would be plenty of food to eat during the famine. And Pharaoh didn't have anybody to do this. And he saw that the Spirit of God rested on Joseph. And so Pharaoh put Joseph in charge because God was in charge of Joseph's life. That's right. God is in charge. Yeah. So do we have to worry if God is in charge? No, we don't have to worry. Chick was here last week and he talked about the attributes of God. And one of the attributes he mentioned is the sovereignty of God. It means that all things in this world must come under the authority and the direction of our God. He is in control. Psalm 145 says, How great is our Lord, his power is absolute. So even when you go through a trial like Joseph did, or life doesn't make sense, or you feel alone, uh, you don't have to panic or be afraid. You can trust God because God is still in control. God is in charge. Awesome God, right? He loves us no matter what. He's with us everywhere. Number four, God is surprising. Yeah, awesome God. Life is full of surprises. So I, I never told you the story of when Hudson lost his first tooth. Anybody here have a loose tooth? Anybody? All right. Yeah, that's great. So Hudson had never lost a tooth, and he was getting really nervous about what was going to happen. How would that tooth come out? And one night, I went to brush Hudson's teeth. He opened his mouth. The tooth was gone. I said, Hudson, where did your tooth go? He's like, I don't know. It was just gone. I, we have no idea where this... He probably swallowed it, for all we know. I don't know. But life is full of surprises. Yes. And we learned this week in the story of Joseph. Joseph saves up food for seven years. And when the famine came to the land, people got hungry. They came to Joseph for food. And you'll never guess who showed up to get food from Joseph. Who showed up? His brother, yes. Now, his brothers couldn't recognize him because, look, he looks like 
an Egyptian ruler. But even though the brothers couldn't recognize Joseph, Joseph recognized them. Do you think Joseph still remembered the mean things he, his brothers had done to him? You bet. He could still remember when his brothers pushed him into a deep pit and then only brought him out to sell him to be a slave. But the most amazing thing happened. See, Joseph was second in command. He had the authority to do whatever he wanted to his brothers. He could have sent someone to beat him up. He could have thrown him in jail. He could have fed him to lions. Whatever he wanted. He could have been as mean as he wanted to be. But instead, remember what Joseph did? It's pretty miraculous. Joseph forgave his brothers. Do you remember that? And how was Joseph able to forgive his brothers? Because God had worked in his heart. We have a surprising God. He does miraculous things. When I look at my life, I can tell you, I never thought my life would turn out the way that it did. Anybody else never could have guessed the story that God had for my life. You know, I never planned on being a pastor, and yet here I am. I never guessed I would leave Colorado and move to Pennsylvania. You know, who does that? I don't know. It's been amazing. I never would have expected that my family would be a family through adoption. God has surprised me in so many ways, and there's so many miraculous and beautiful surprises that come into our life. Psalm 66.5. Rolo. Is that Rolo? Yeah. Psalm 66.5 says, Come and see what our God has done and what awesome miracles he performs for his people. Anyone? What an amazing God we serve. Right? Yes. Thank you. He's changed our lives. He's changed my life. And the most miraculous day of my life, and still is to this day, is the day that I met Jesus Christ and God came into my life and I've never been the same since. The Bible calls it like being born again. We're a new person. We have a new relationship with God. We've been forgiven. We've been raised with Jesus Christ, just like Joseph forgave his brothers. God forgives our sins and invites us to come and be a part of his family. And God wants that for everyone in this room. See, I believe the most monumental truth of all is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And see, this, this Joseph in the Bible, he's actually just pointing us ahead to an even better Joseph. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he is the ultimate Joseph. Do you guys realize that Jesus suffered for no fault of his own? And Jesus was betrayed by his brothers. Do you realize that Jesus was lifted up out of the pit and exalted to the highest place in the land? Do you realize that, that Jesus, like Joseph, didn't use his power to condemn or to take revenge, but to forgive and save and even now rejoices when people are reconciled to him. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to deserve it. We simply believe it and receive it. I shared this verse with, with all of our kids here on Thursday night from John 1.12, which says, Yet to all who did receive Jesus, our better Joseph, to those who believed in his name, God gave the right to become children of God. And there's never been a better moment than right now to give your life to Jesus Christ and to believe in Him and to receive God into your life. Your, your sins are forgiven and, and we do it through repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. We can be a part of God's perfect plan. The resurrection brings us to our fifth and final monumental point. Ready? God is stronger than anything. 
I love it. That's Romans 8.38, which says, Nothing can ever separate us from God's love. How beautiful is that? Is our God is stronger than anything. So who is this monumental God? Hold on, next slide. Man, what great truths we learned this week, aren't those? Let's save our awesome God for the very end, and we can say it as loud as we want. You guys ready? God loves you no matter what. <laughs> I'm clearly not in charge here. <laughs> God is in charge. Okay, God is with you everywhere. Yep, awesome God. God is in charge. Awesome God. God is surprising. God's stronger than anything. Awesome God. He really is an awesome God. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants to be a part of your life for the rest of your life. He's writing a beautiful story for you, every person in this room. So let's bow our heads, close our eyes, and just thank God for this week. God, thank you for the wonderful truths that we learned this week. Thank you for the children and the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. And we, we just want to ask you to seal up these truths in our heart especially when times are difficult and we know that, uh, you know, we, we, we get blindsided by things that come our way and just remind us that you are the monumental God and nothing is outside of your love or your control or your power or your strength. So God, we pray your blessing upon these children, God, upon these families, upon this church family. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to do this VBS. And we're excited to celebrate the work that you've done in, in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.